No. Okay. Okay. So this is Harmonized Hustle. This is our podcast that we decided to do. Finally. Finally. This has been something that I don't want to say that we've been thinking about it and talking about it for a while, but it was something that just came up because of the different conversations that we have with friends and family. I mean, we've always had like some interesting conversations, and I remember us saying to each other, like, it'd be kind of dope if we did like a podcast. I feel like people would like to listen to some of the conversations that we have. Yeah. So I'm Brian, your host, and my co-host is also my wife, Jess. And you may have seen us or heard of us on TikTok, which we were on there. We started a couple years ago and it started off as a dancing app. We started off doing a, a lot of dancing mm-hmm. videos. Then yeah. turned into like some comedy. Um, then we kind of got all over the place. And but it was never, now it's like more personal, I, f- I feel like. A little TikTok. bit, yeah. People are doing a lot more personal things. They're like. Showing their personalities mm-hmm. and who they are. Um, before, like when we started, it was a lot of trending videos of like music. And it was all dance, dance, dance videos, yeah, yeah. comedy, was whatever was trending. And um, and I always said we need to be a little more personal, not too personal because we like to be a little private to mm-hmm. keep our private life, but just kind of showcase who we are. Yeah, because individually, I, a lot. I would say like maybe for the first, I don't know year mm-hmm. we didn't even speak it was a whole dancing it was all videos it was all dancing stuff, <laughs> video think. like it was always uh what is that that the ad libs mm-hmm. you kind of just yeah so that's what it was and i'm like we got to be they got to see more of us because gotta at least hear our voices when we're by ourselves we're always <laughs> laughing we're always joking we're always having like different conversations mm-hmm. um but yeah for those that don't know mm-hmm. we tell them how we met um, it's a little backstory. Real quick. Um, we met like three years ago, which we just celebrated we our three-year anniversary. Um, we met through a like on Instagram, which is a really funny story, actually, for another day. Maybe we'll talk about it yeah, on we'll here talk, if people we'll are more, interested. We'll get more in depth <laughs> on another podcast. Talk about fate. It was the year of... Uh, I guess online dating, but even though Instagram isn't an online dating app, but some people use it for that. That is true. Yeah. Um, I mean, neither one of us did, but somehow we ended up here. Yeah. No, I was on dating. (laughs) I was on dating apps and I was on Instagram, but I wasn't, I separated the two. Instagram was just like entertainment, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it started off with a like and, um, a year later, no, like a year and a half later. This guy right here got down on one knee, proposed to me in Greece. A year and a half later, I proposed. He'll never let me live it down. It was probably the most epic proposal for sure. That's one of that's one of I think top three uh, favorite places in the world for me. I think it doesn't matter where else we go. I think that's always going to be top three. Not just because, and it's a very it's going to be a very special place for sure. It's just. Not just because that's where we got engaged, but it's just magical. It's just a magical place. It was. Everything about it was absolutely beautiful. And I've traveled Mm -hmm. a lot. It's always going to be in my top three. Mm -hmm. 
it's going to always be my top Agreed. three. So, yeah, a year and a half later, got down <laughs> on one knee, proposed. I proposed. And, and then a few months later, we got married. We got married. Legally married. Through the courts. Mm-hmm. And, and a then, few months <laughs> after that. <laughs> and then... We had a baby boy. We did recently. Yeah. Which has been the ride of a lifetime. The ride isn't even, it's not even, it's not even, I, it, there's no words to describe it. So like, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I, I guess this is going to be, we'll start off like this. We're, we'll start off with parenthood. Yeah. So, That's gonna definitely be the topic of conversation. Yeah, today. let's let's talk about parenthood because especially being that it's been the biggest life shift and yeah, all the recent. other things. I don't want to dismiss all the other things that we went through, like the engagement and moving in and mm-hmm. traveling together. Those are all important and special too. But just the most impactful thing that happened to both of us was becoming parents. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Would you? Would you? Th- do you think? Um, I mean, we don't have much experience, obviously, because it's only been a few months, but mm-hmm. do you... Also, th- if anyone out there has kids and you have <laughs> some experience being a parent, <laughs> I'd love to hear any advice, tips, tricks you guys have up your Something. sleeve, because we will take everything. I'm really curious to know. Everyone's got different styles. Especially for the first year. And we are the least experienced. Yeah. This is like I'm sure a as, huge learning curve. And I'm sure as we have more kids. Mm-hmm. and I'm sure know, as you have more kids, it gets easier. And we gain more experience, then we'll be able to give that to you guys, mm-hmm. whatever we learn or whatever we're doing. But um, what would, you th- what would you say is the hardest part about being a parent? Um, honestly, probably it's not even the baby that's the hardest part. And I feel like we've talked about this a lot. It's never the baby that's hard. You adjust and it's like, you look at that little face and it's like the best thing in the world. And no matter how hard of a day you're having it, that all goes away when you look at that face. It's really the scheduling. And we talk about this all the time because we were already such, like we were so terrible at that before we even had a baby, um, staying on schedule and just having a routine on a day-to-day life, we were really used to just kind of doing things whenever we wanted. Like if we had dinner at friggin' 10 o'clock at night, it didn't matter. If we wanted to go to the gym at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it didn't matter. Like we were pick-up-and-go type of people, and trying to stay on a schedule with a baby is really hard. Well, that's what they thrive on is the schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that we already struggled that, with that beforehand now makes it a little bit I wouldn't necessarily difficult. say we struggled. I say I would say that we took advantage of, of free time. Of, of our freedom. Yeah. So we didn't we weren't like we didn't have a regimen. Mm-hmm. We wanted to, but it just it just never happened because we were like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And there was no reason for us to. Yeah, we'll get it done later. We'll do it. Yeah, we we'll had all the tomorrow. time in the world. And now that we have a baby, we don't have all the time in the world. It's like we have very limited time. And I think that's what makes it so hard because 
it then creates frustration, which then leads to us kind of taking our frustration out on each other. Kind of bump heads. And then we're bumping heads and those bump and that turns into arguments and it's just a snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the hardest part, that's what definitely one of the hardest parts is just the scheduling. Mm-hmm. And even if you even if you you did have a a regimen and a schedule that you followed, mm-hmm. it would still the baby just throws everything off anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, um, that would go out the window anyway. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely one of the hardest parts. I would say it's it's not only it's not the I mean the lack of sleep obviously mm-hmm. lack of sleep, mm-hmm. but it's more so the men at least for me the mental aspect of it of just knowing that I I now have a baby who relies on me, mm-hmm. not just me on us, and a baby that is depending on us to feed him, to clothe him, to bathe him, to like mm-hmm. care for him, to shelter him. And Which not is just, what I was going to say is honestly the workload. Yeah. It's not just, and it's, it, that's the thing. It's not just a temporary thing. Mm-mm. Those are all things you're going to have to do forever. Forever. Yeah. Or at least till they're 18. <laughs> well, in my case, <laughs> I mean, if he turns out anything like me, yeah. I'm going to be home. He's going to be home for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say it's the mental aspect of just like knowing that he, I have this person who depends solely on me, mm-hmm. on us, on us. And I think mentally that it takes you, you. You think you think of everything differently. Every situation that you were ever in before, mm-hmm. you think of it differently. So like if 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 you didn't have any kids, you were more carefree. You had freedom, but now that you're a parent. I would assume most, the majority of parents think about their kids before themselves. Yeah. So just transitioning from that. To kind of, it's, I mean, they say being a parent is the most selfless act you'll ever do, so. And I get it. I was one of those people that was like, no, I'm not having any kids right now. I always wanted kids, but Mm -hmm. I just, I was just always delaying it Mm -hmm. um, for many reasons. Obviously, because I didn't meet the love of my life yet. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was always like, nah, I just love my freedom. But it's a newfound, it's it's like, it's almost like you're, you found a new life in a sense. Yeah. I don't want to get too deep, but yeah, it's almost like. Yeah, not too deep, but like, yeah, in a, in a, in a sense. It's um, like you, yeah. Because everything, like your whole world gets kind of like turned upside down. And again, it's crazy because it's never the little human that you're taking care of. It's everything that comes with that little human. So it's like the workload. And you find yourself, I feel like, always kind of comparing the workload with your spouse. That Mm -hmm. also puts, you know, some strain on the relationship because you find yourself like, oh, well, I did this today and you didn't do this or I did that or you got to do this and I didn't get to do that because I was too busy doing this or, you know, and I feel like that also creates arguments it takes a toll on the relationship which was another thing that i wanted to ask was like how do you think it's affected our relationship good bad or indifferent whatever um i mean you kind of talked about it because we have different roles as parents Mm -hmm. you're a mother i'm a father i have different roles 
and each equally important. But sometimes, but sometimes we 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 might think that what we're doing is more important than what the other parent mm-hmm. is doing, right? And that can cause issues too, where you feel some sort of resentment towards the other parent. Yeah, because I mean, like before the baby, you each kind of just picked a task and did it, and. Once you throw a baby in there, it's like there's so much being thrown at you at one time and so much work and you're just kind of like trying to navigate your way through that there is no time to kind of talk like, oh, you do this or you do that. It's almost like you just want to get the job done. So there's no picking tasks. It's just you do what you have to do to take care of this little human. And then some, some days I give 70 and then some days... He gives 30 and then vice versa. Like some days I only have 10 in me and he has the other 90. But I feel bad because I think it's a lot of that has to do with you being home for now. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're not working right now. So you're home with him. I go to work and being in the house. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you run errands with him sometimes. But it just makes it even more stressful sometimes because sometimes. he's not cooperating. He's cranky or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're in the middle of the store or in the middle of traffic. And my little boy is just screaming. His head <laughs> and he's <off>. just <laughs> not having it. So like a lot of the times you're at home, mm-hmm. but that can kind of drive someone crazy too. Just always being home four walls. Yeah. And you're doing the same thing over and over. You're doing the dishes. You're. You're cleaning, you're watching him, you're... It's a job. It really is. It turns into a job. I mean, I love being home with him. I told you this. Like, I love being home with him. Just because I get to spend unlimited amounts of time with him. It's never him that frustrates me. It's like the te- like everything that I have to do that becomes so repetitive, that becomes really annoying. It's like the cleaning of the bottles, another load of laundry, yeah, yeah. the cleaning. It's never him because if I could spend every day with him, I really would. Um, and I tell him, like, going to work is, doesn't really change that because you're confined to four walls at work too. And it's yeah, like... Yeah, you're not really... You're just you know, not with him. I'm just in a different environment but and not you, with him. you've also said that it's if, more for like sanity of like just conversating with other adults and just like getting out the house. You've but, also said that you wouldn't want to stay home regardless, even if you could. Well, like if you can be a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. you also said that you wouldn't because you'd still want to do so something. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be a stay at home mom. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to work full time because I don't want to be away from my baby that long, but. I wouldn't want to be a stay-at-home mom probably for, like, two big reasons that we've talked about. You know? The two reasons? Yeah. What are the two reasons? The two big reasons. Like, I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I feel like, for me personally, I think if you're a stay-at-home mom, it's an amazing thing. It's a lot of work. Um, But, you know, to each their own. It's not for everyone, and it's not for the week. That's for sure. Like, No. Hey, when people say like, oh, you're a stay-at-home mom, like you have it so easy. It's not true. Taking care of a child or two or three or four at that. I can't, I can't At do home that. by yourself is a lot of work. So it's definitely not for the week. But me personally, I need to get out the house at least like two days out of the week and just have adult conversations and girl. just have an identity of my own. This is the same girl that is planning on going to Miami 
she was planning on going to Miami. Oh, we're going there. Well, I mean, yeah. we're not going to go deep into it. We're not going to go deep into it. But this Whatever. is the same girl that was planning on going to Miami when we first met. She was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I already looked at apartments. I, I'm thinking this is not going to work. But I mean, let's, I mean, let's be real. When you're 25 years old and you're young <clears throat> and you're trying to live your life. Yeah. I was ready to go to Miami. Listen, I'm a warm climate type girl. Okay. Living in the tri-state area is not fun. No. Okay. It's currently it's 30 degrees outside. It's not fun here. Okay. It's depressing. I'm a warm climate girl. So what better place than Miami? And I, it, it, at the time I, when I was planning on moving, it was like up and coming. It still wasn't like the hype place, which I feel like now it's kind of like the hype place. Everyone's going Everyone down there. Everyone on there, but... Yeah, I, I agree. I wanted to though. go. I was I'm, single, carefree. I didn't have no babies. I didn't have no man. Yeah, I agree. I, I would want to go to a warm weather place. I've always said that. That's re- one of the reasons why I never wanted to go to Miami because I know how I am. Mm-hmm. If I would have went, I would have just stayed. I would have never came back. And I was like, Nah, I don't want to go. All mm-hmm. those guys trips. I was like, Nah, I don't want to go. I'm good. He missed out. Miami, such a vibe. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, parenthood is hard. I, I give you credit because you stay at home with him for the first, I mean, you, you've been at home with him for a while now, so. Which I'm very. It's tough. Happy I get it. About, yeah. And I was more concerned about, see, like as a dad, here's, the thing, here, here's, here's a couple of the things that I was more concerned about. Not more concerned about, but one of the few things I was really worried about when she was going into labor. I was, wor- I was worried about her health. I was worried about the baby's health. And then I was also thinking about the postpartum. Mm. So postpartum, I, I've i heard of it. I never really researched any of it. But when you were pregnant, I started looking mm-hmm. it up and I started reading. And it's just, it happens to random women. You can't even control it. It's just a hormonal thing. It is. So yeah. I was really. I've heard horror stories, and whenever someone says postpartum, you always equate that to something negative, something mm-hmm. bad. So I was just like, man, I hope that she doesn't go through this because it's going to be really, really tough. Well, postpartum depression. Well, is what yeah, you're post, postpartum depression. Is yeah, what I mean. which is very real. I mean, there are women who really suffer from postpartum depression, and it's really scary. Bad. Very bad. Um, And it's really scary. I mean, like, and it's something that you don't know whether you're going to experience until after the fact Mm -hmm. of giving birth. So the doctors can't tell you if it's something that you're going to have or not. You don't know if it's something that you're going to have or not. You just kind of have to watch yourself. Um, And it's usually not just a few months after birth. It can be up to a year. Um, So we're not even out of the woods yeah. No, I mean, like you, after a few months, you definitely start to show symptoms if you're, you know, mentally not okay. Um, I would say that as of right now, I'm okay. <laughs> what have you been doing, though, to make you feel like, um, or better? Or, I mean, you can't really. I mean, it's really it. hard because it's not like I'm doing anything specific. So I can't really like give advice on like, how to, I don't know. Not how to, but like, how I to mean, avoid postpartum or anything like that. But 
for me, I mean, I remember the first week. So when you leave for any moms out there, you know that when you leave the hospital, they're going to tell you about the baby blues, the baby blues. And it's, it usually happens within the first week or two after you give birth and you just become an emotional mess. Um, and it's very different from postpartum depression because it usually only lasts a few days to a week or two and then it goes away. Um, but you become extremely emotional. And I remember I did have the baby blues. That is something I did have. I came home and I remember there was a few days there that I was just like, my emotions were all over the place. Like I just wanted to cry and it caused a lot of tension for sure. And you were were crying for no reason. And I'd ask you, what's the matter? And you were like, I don't know. I know. And then his radar like kind of went up and he's like, great. Is this postpartum? I'm like, no, it's the baby blue. Just leave me alone. <laughs> um, it's... Yeah, but there's like no one word answer. I feel like, um, I don't know. I just try to do things that make me feel good. I started going to the gym. Could be more consistent there, but I started going to the gym and that like just mentally makes me feel better. Like that one hour that I get to myself just gives me like my sanity back throughout the day. Even if it's just one hour doing something for yourself that makes you feel good, makes you feel empowered, I feel like that really helps. You have to take an hour to yourself. For sure. At least a day. Mm-hmm. If you like, if you have support around you, absolutely use use it. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to ask for help and don't be afraid to talk about how you're feeling. Like if you're down, if you're out, um, if you're not okay, if you just need some time, like be open about it. That's one of the things that they... Uh, the one thing that everyone kept saying was like, make sure you have help. Make sure you have help. Make sure mm-hmm. you have help. Because it really does alleviate a lot of the stress. I mean, when we take him to my parents' house or your parents' house, and it's going to sound really bad, but if we're in the living room and one of the grandparents are holding him or feeding him or putting him to sleep, it's like, you don't have to worry about it because you know that they're in good hands and mm-hmm. it's sort of like, a, all right, I don't have to worry. Whereas when you're here by yourself or I'm at work or or like it's just us two, it's like you're not worried, but you're still. It's hard. Like it's harder. I don't know there, how to The workload's it. not off any of us, basically. No, yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. like a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. which is good. So if there's anything that you guys, if I would recommend is just try and live or be near your grandparents or not your grandparents or any help family members i am gonna say for like the first few weeks like when you want help i definitely understand my mom's out there and the new mom's out there and the new mom anxiety like you really don't want help with the baby you want to spend as much time with your baby and honestly spending as much time with your baby in the first like two to three months for sure um, well, I personally believe helps with postpartum extremely. Like you need that time to bond with your baby yeah. and people coming, you know, over and like trying to take your baby from you, not trying to take your baby from you, but <laughs> trying to take they, your baby from you. Like they want to hold him, They want to oh, be around yeah, him. Yeah. And it's like, you're not ready for that because you like you carry this baby for nine months, like, and it's not fair. I like, I get it. Cause I felt that way too. It's like, it's not fair that like everybody gets to just take my baby <laughs> yet 
all I want to do is bond with my baby. I feel like I want to bond with my baby. I want to be with my baby at all times. Like I don't, I'm not ready to share my baby. Like let me enjoy my baby. And then when I'm ready, then I'll, you know, I'll share him. So everyone did a pretty good job though. As far for as the most part. not coming over immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of it, like, it just happened to work out that way. It did. And I'm really happy that it did. And um, I never looked at it that way until we had him. Mm-hmm. I, I was always the person who would go to the hospital, show up at their house the first week. Mm-hmm. And I never looked at it from that perspective. Obviously, now we're parents, so now I see, like, wow. I get it. You don't want to. They're so susceptible to diseases and infections and everything. Mm-hmm. You don't want anyone from the outside. Yeah, they might be family and friends. I get that. But you don't want anything to, you know, hurt him or mm-hmm. him get sick immediately as soon as he gets home. So it's, it's a lot. Hard. Of, There's a lot of anxiety around bringing really a is. newborn home. And it sucks because you almost feel like you can't say anything and like. My advice is just speak to your partner. And when you feel like, oh my God, my voice just cracked. When you feel like you can't say anything, your partner should be able to kind of stand up and speak for you and vice versa. You have to be on the same page. Yeah. And you have to be each other's backbone. So definitely express that with one another. I mean, we just And what you feel comfortable with. We had an experience. I'm not going to be too specific but we learned something recently Mm. about um him going out or like us going out to anywhere and bringing him with us and if it's that time where hey this is the time he usually takes a nap Mm. (laughs) instead of saying Oh, no, it's okay. You can hold them or you can just pass them around. Well, no, it's not even like you say it's okay. You can hold them. People just well, you feel, take them and then you feel kind of like you, feel you bad. can't say anything. You feel bad telling that person, no, give me my baby. He's mm-hmm. got to take a nap. So you feel bad. So you just carry on. You just let him whatever. Mm-hmm. And the downfall to that is now your baby is overstimulated and now they won't go to sleep and no one has to deal with that. Other than the parents. And it sucks on us. And I feel like people don't really understand that. And then you have also like the older generation who's like, oh, well, you know, when you were this age and we did this and we did that, I was like, well, we're not in that age. Okay. So give my baby back. (laughs) No, I learned. I learned. And I'm sure we're going to continue to learn more Mm -hmm. about what to do, what not to do with him when it comes to him. Yeah. But so to kind of go back. The support for postpartum is not so much like someone coming to take your baby. Yes, that's going to help for you to get some time to yourself and hopefully you have a spouse that can do that or some kind of support system. But more so having somebody, especially in the first few weeks of your baby's life, just kind of coming over and helping with things around the house. Chores. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because you want to bond with your baby and it's, it's not like... When people are like, oh, I'm going to come over and help. It's like, I don't need help with my baby. I need help with everything catching else. up on everything else, like cleaning and yeah. just putting things away. So no, if definitely. you have someone like your mom or your aunt or your sister or anybody who can kind of help you, definitely. And shout out to our moms, man. 
We love you, moms. We do. We're very fortunate because that they came. Both of helped. our moms came for like a month, I want to say. No, a week each. I mean, they were in and out for like a month, for sure. Well, yeah, they were in and out for like a month, like the first month. Mm-hmm. And they, they helped us out mm-hmm. with everything else. I was afraid at first, like to have them there for a full week. Because to me, I'm like... I know we just had the baby and they're going to be so excited and all they're going to want to do is hold the baby and be with the baby. And it made me really sad because it's like, I don't need that. I want my baby and I want to hold my baby, especially like the first week and two weeks coming home. Like the last thing you want to do is like hand your baby over. Yeah. Even like Brian would hold him for like a little too long. And I'm like, oh my God, I want my baby back. Like I just want to hold him. Like obviously I have to share him. You're the dad. But like... She would give me the hawk eyes from across the room. Yeah, and, and I was like, really scared that that's what it was going to be like with our moms here, but it was honestly like the complete opposite. Um, and it was it was really nice. They helped a lot. Yeah, definitely. But I would say um, try and try and be around your family, man. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you're fortunate enough to have family members that will pitch in and help out. If you don't, then friends. Um, but Anybody, really. We feel, I feel, we feel, both of us feel very fortunate and blessed to have a, a very strong support system because mm-hmm. I don't think we'd be able to, not that we wouldn't be able to do it, I, it would be a thousand times harder if we didn't. It is. And honestly, I give a lot of props to any single mothers out there who really don't oh, man. have a significant yeah. other to kind of help them and be there for them when you just need a break. Shout out to the single mamas, man. And sh- shout I out really, to, really understand. And shout out, to the, shout out to the guys, yeah. man, that are willing to step in uh, yeah, and, and f- help out, mm-hmm. even if that's not your kid. Some guys could do it. Some guys can't. Even if that's not your child. I mean, but even if it is, like, if it is. I respect it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I, um, we all have preferences, but my preference was that um, nothing wrong with it. I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to date anyone that did have a child mm-hmm. previously. Mm-hmm. So um, I have in the past and I tried, I tried to consider it, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't for me. And I should have been honest with myself and I should have been honest, honest with those, those uh, women, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have some podcast uh, ideas and topics. But my point is, my point <laughs> is, my point is that um, we'll get into the I know, juicy details. Later. I know, I know, guys that that are stepdads, and you know what? I respect that being a father now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I had a different outlook, but now being a father, I respect that a thousand. Uh, like a thousand percent more than yeah. I did before, so shout out to the dads too that step in and 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 the stepdads who mm-hmm. step in and and pitch in. Mm-hmm. It's commendable. It really is. Yeah, um, definitely give credit to the dads out there who are helping because. And the, it you gotta helps. say the stepdads too. And step, yeah. The dads, dads, and the, stepdads. the dads, and the stepdads, um, the stepdads who act like real dads, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, give you a lot of credit because it helps tremendously take some of that workload off. It does. But I feel like we can have, we can make two, three, four, five episodes about parenthood. But 
We yeah. can, we can, and we can't. We can because there's a lot to talk about parenthood, but then we also can't because we're so new new to it. Yeah, <laughs> that we don't really have a ton of experience. Like I know a lot of people, parents do. with tons of kids and They're tons probably, of years of experience are probably like listening to us. Like, oh, you're, you're just getting started. Like, Wait for it. What? I'm not listening to this. Wait I already, till you get I've, to the terrible I've, twos. I have five kids. Um, but yeah. Um, but this is something that we're going to continue to do once a week, whether it's about parenthood. And mm-hmm. we decided, listen, bear with us. All right. Bear with us a little bit because we decided to name the podcast a little late. We we were in between a lot of different names, but we decided to name the podcast Harmonized Hustle and not um you know, something that was similar to our other names on TikTok and Instagram. But because I feel like Harmonized Hustle, it's we're we're obviously we we have a union between you and I, right? We're husband and wife and I feel like it's, there's got to be some sort of harmony between us for mm-hmm. this to work as far as parenthood, marriage, life, just everything. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be harmonious, right? And I think we're both motivated and, and we're both uh, very strong-willed people individually. Mm-hmm. And we want certain things. So I think I think the hustle, obviously, we both have hustle in us. We, we want more for ourselves and for our family. And I think it just sounds, I think it's just nice, right? Harmonized mm-hmm. hustle. Harmony. We were definitely not going to name our podcast after our social media. This is just kind of branching off into something different. And yeah. this is like a more, um, I don't know, just more us. Like, yeah, because right? TikTok, we, we. It's more personable. I want to really. I want to transition our TikTok account into more of a personal page, so that they can get to know us a little more. This is just getting to know us on a more intimate level. Right. How we think, um, our thoughts, our views, our values, our morals, things like that. Our so. plans, our goals, are are what we want to do in the future. Yeah, so it's getting um, to know us like a lot. Yeah, our personalities so I, and who we are. I think I think the name is is it suits us because. Um, yeah, like I said, we are very motivated, strong-willed people, and we want, you know... Listen, a name is a we name, want a lot. but we like that name. Harmonize also, I like that. Mm-hmm. At first, I was a little, eh, but I like it. I like it, too. So how many episodes are we going to do a week? One? Mm-hmm. Let's not lie to them, because we keep telling people, No, hey, this isn't a lie. This is something that we really want to take serious, and... <laughs> We keep lying to people saying, hey, man, listen, we fell off, but we're coming back. No, that was with our, like, other social media accounts. You know how many times we said that? So we funny. said that on YouTube. <laughs> we said that on Instagram. We said that on TikTok. So many times that people are probably tired of us. They're probably, probably. Like, they're probably like, you know what, man? They Here, keep... we're definitely going to do once a week. And I feel like doing this is kind of therapeutic. Like, we'll be able to talk about... What we want, yeah. And I mean, we've thoughts. always we've always had these conversations, and like this is no cap. Yeah. One on one. Mm-hmm. One on one. No we've camera. also talked with some other people, right? Friends, family, friends, family on these topics, and we no get so camera, passionate about it. No microphone. 
we would be on the couch, we'd be outside, we'd be in the car. It didn't matter. We would mm-hmm. always have conversations of substance. It wasn't just, and we were talking about this before a couple of days ago mm-hmm. with uh, your brother, I think. I want more conversations with substance. I don't want to talk about, I don't want to have conversations with people about the same old thing where I see someone and it's the same conversation, just a different day. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I think we're at the point where we, we should be talking about moves. We should be talking about elevating each other. We should be mm-hmm. talking about things to look forward to. Not just like... Listen, I can't do small talk anymore, guys. I feel like... <laughs> I really can't. I my, can. I feel like the older I get, the less patience I have. And to do the small talk, I just can't do it anymore. My social so. battery... It's dead. No, so. it's like one of those iPhone batteries where it's like it just doesn't get the full charge. You can charge, <laughs> you can charge it overnight, and all you're gonna get is like twenty five percent. You're on low power mode. I'm on low power mode, guys. Every single time. You want to know what my battery is? I'm one of those iPhones that just never turns on. <laughs> I'm just done. It's just not charging. That's how I feel. That ass. That ass. I feel like. And it's not like that with everyone, though. No. Let's 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 not get it twisted. No, it's not like that with everyone. It's only ar- it's only when I know I'm going to be around certain a certain atmosphere that I'm just like, bro, I can't I can't, I can't do, do this. Small man. talk and alcohol alcohol used to help. That don't even help anymore. Alcohol. You sound like an alcoholic. Saying no, that. no. I'm <laughs> socially casual. No, like a social drink would like yeah, kind of yeah. like loosen you up. You know, you have a Get beer. The juices you going. Have a drink, you you can, you're like ah, whatever. Whatever. It's whatever. Motor mouth going. You know. <laughs> you don't <laughs> but, even know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, you, at that point, you don't even care. But like, not even that helps. I can't even do it. Anymore. And I'm like, that just makes me even more sick of it. Like, I have a glass. <laughs> I have a glass of wine. I'm just like, all right, man. I'm done. I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad, but anyway, we we went down a rabbit trail, <laughs> a rabbit hole. We sure did. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't want to say because I've been saying this for the past year, but we're gonna <laughs> we're to get back on track. <laughs> we're oh gonna God, get back on track. Stop. Once a week. Once a week. Oh Expect a new episode from us. All right. We're just gonna joke. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna talk about sometimes there are moments where <laughs> we laugh and we can't stop laughing. So I'm trying to avoid that from happening right now because it will be <laughs> wheezing for ten minutes. All right. And um, you guys will get super annoyed. All right, all right. Just just let's just wrap it up. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna Listen, we're going to close it out here because if not, we'll just ramble we're gonna drop on. An There's a lot we can week, talk about. And we're going to talk about everything from relationships to everything, man. Life, parenthood, business, ideas. You name it, we'll everything. talk about it for sure. Everything. Um, and we have a lot We have a lot uh, coming up, a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of things that are, are happening. So. Yeah, so this is too. where you can get a little more personal with us mm-hmm. and we're going to try and you know, translate that into TikTok and Instagram and definitely YouTube. But at some point, yeah, this is Harmonized Hustle. And this was episode one mm. in the books. Wow, that feels good. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>